out there, welcome back to the All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And we are back here on Saturday. Yep. September 4th. Uh, we got two more episodes essentially to do, or two more divisions to cover in our off-season program uh, as, as we're ramping up towards the season. What did you just say? It was five days? Yep. Five days till uh, till we get official kickoff of the 2021 NFL season. So us here at the All Blitz podcast have been going through each division, talking about what we think the records will be at the end of the season and who the division leader or division winner will be at the end of the year, of course, leading into the playoffs. And I don't even want to think about it yet because the season hasn't even started, but here we are. Um, covered all of AFC, covered NFC North, NFC South, of course, in the last episode. And today we are covering what we called all last season the Turlet Division. Brady, last episode you said you still think it will be. Yep. Um, we'll see what happens here. But we're going to cover the NFC East uh, today. And we'll take a look and uh, talk about their schedules, what we think the records will be. Uh, we're also going to pick our NFC East super team Uh you know, if there, if there even is one quarterback, running back, wide receivers, tight ends, and defensive players as well. I think there is. I think yeah. there is. I think I don't think it's as powerful <laughs> as other divisions we've talked about so yeah. far. But there are a lot of good players in the NFC East. It's just can they put it together as a team? Yeah. Um, to really to really stand out in this division. Uh, you know, every year in the NFC East, of course, you know, everybody ramps Dallas up because of the team, and, and they do have some really key players and good players at key positions, and they just seem like they can't put it together on the field. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens this year. Um, any news you want to talk about before we jump into our... There is a lot of news. There is a lot of news. You're right. Um, the Giants um, are signing Matt Scurrow. Uh, the Raiders signing KJ Wright. That's a big ad for them. Yeah, it's about time they finally make a move like that to get somebody in house as opposed to getting rid of good players. The Jags hopefully sign a good tight end and Jacob Holzer. There we go. There we go. Tim Tebow, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Raiders are signing Peyton Barber after he just recently got released. Okay. All right. That's a uh, good pickup for them. The Seahawks and. Uh, traded Akello Witherspoon to Pittsburgh Steelers for a 2023 fifth rounder. Jeez, not even next year. That's crazy. And I think that's it. Falcons picked up Wayne Gallman, old running back from the Giants. Young, shifty kind of guy. We released Quadrig Allison to get that done. Uh, so good luck, Q. I hope you pick up somewhere, man. He didn't really get a good, uh, good shakeout from all this. Apparently, we have dogs barking right now. Yeah. I'm assuming the male's here. <laughs> It's on soon. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, um, you know, I, I watched episode one, I think, of Hard Knocks. Did you? Yeah, and, and I meant to watch the rest, but, of course, we've been ridiculously busy, you know what I mean, with football and stuff. So uh, maybe I'll try to watch it this weekend. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I want to watch it. I enjoy Hard Knocks. I think it's it's just interesting to watch. Episode one was okay. Um We'll see what happens. Did you did you happen before we get into this this NFC East stuff here? Did you listen to the interview that Tom Brady did? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Mm, I don't watch. I didn't watch anything about Tom Brady. Okay, so there was there was an interview, and I, I encourage everybody to go watch it. I, I 
rarely honestly agree with this guy, but he was talking about, it was him and a couple other Bucks players, and he was talking about, you know, how defensive players get penalized so easily in today's NFL and how these penalties came about because quarterbacks and the offense essentially fail at doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, for example, you know, a quarterback's, and he mentioned this too, is a quarterback's job, right, is to put the ball in places that complete passes, of course, but also protect your wide receiver. So if you have two safeties bearing down on a receiver that's running an in route, don't lay it in there that you know as soon as he catches it, he's going to get absolutely destroyed by a defensive player. And quarterbacks just don't seem to, they don't seem to really, I don't want to say that they don't care, but they don't see it like older quarterbacks do. And it was just very interesting just to hear him honestly take the defensive side of this argument around any kind of defensive penalty. I mean, outside of, you know, jumping off sides or holding or anything like that. But just, you know, it's the offensive, it's a quarterback's job to protect people and the offensive line's job to protect people. And it just it, it's just an odd odd scenario I think we're in where coaches need to teach these players and hopefully by the NFL these players should know the correct way to play football. So it starts all the way down in, you know, in peewee, in midgets and junior high and high school and college to play football the right way. So I definitely encourage everyone, Brady, you should listen to it too. It's just interesting just to hear his take on it. It's, it's only a couple minutes long. It's not very long. Um, it was just kind of cool to hear someone that's been in the league for, what, 21, 22 years, something like that, talk about how the game has changed and really saying <laughs> defense, getting, defense is getting screwed on this these days. Um, so it's pretty cool. But anyway, let's talk NFC East. Yeah. All right. You still think it's the Turlet division. Yeah. You know, I, I tend to to want to agree with you on that one. Um, because I just don't know. Like, these teams, they some of them did really well in the draft. Some of them picked up some key players uh, through free agency and in the offseason here. But I don't know if any of them did anything to really stand out. And when I say stand out, I don't mean – having an 8-8 eight and eight team get in the playoffs. I mean, a double-digit win team. I don't know if any of them did that here. But we'll see what happens. Maybe Washington did with that absolutely crazy defense, and now they have Fitzy back there at quarterback. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Let's start off with the hard knocks, folks. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yes. Let's do that. Um, they start off, of course, opening night next Thursday, September 9th, against... The reigning champs, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Tampa. Loss. It's a loss. Week two, they're away again at the Chargers. Loss. I think it's a loss as well. And then they get their first taste of a division battle, week three, at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Win. I agree with you there. Win here. Okay. Uh, week four, home again against the Carolina Panthers. Win. I'm going to go loss. 
I think Carolina's going to be pretty decent this year, uh, or at least challenge people. Week five, home again against the Giants, another division battle. Loss. I'm going to give them a win here. Uh, week six at New England. Win. Loss. Week seven, bye. Not a bad time for a bye week. Good time to adjust. Week eight at Minnesota. Loss. Loss. Week nine, Denver. Win. Win. Week 10, Atlanta. Loss. Loss. Week 11, at Chiefs. Loss. Loss. Week 12, Raiders. Win. Win. Week 13, at the Saints. Loss. Loss. Week 14, uh, this is... This is tough right here to finish the season, last five, six weeks. Week 14 at Washington. Loss. Loss. Week 15 at Giants. Win. Win. Week 16, Washington. Loss. Win. Week 17, Cardinals. Win. Loss. Week 18 at Philly. Win. Win. What do you got them at? End of the year, where are they setting? Uh, eight and nine. That's exactly where I have them. Yeah. Exactly where I have them. That's interesting. Um, once again, of course, looking like a mediocre team. As always. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to put them at anything higher. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Their offense essentially looks the same. Right? Nothing really different. Dak is back. He's healthy, he says. His shoulder's ready. His leg's ready. His mind is ready. It's exactly what he said. The defense, I mean, you have Dan Quinn as defensive coordinator. Uh, you got DeMonte Casey, of course, pairing back up with, uh, with Dan Quinn as free safety. They moved Keanu Neal from safety to middle linebacker. So two Falcons players follow their old head coach, um, and they got Micah Parsons. We're going to see what happens with these fellas, but they're looking like a mediocre team. Let's jump into the New York Giants. Week one, Denver Broncos. Win. Loss. Week two, at Washington. Loss. Loss. Week three, Atlanta. Loss. Loss. Week four, at the Saints. Loss. Loss. Week five, at Dallas. Win. Win. Week six, Rams. Loss. Loss. Week seven, Carolina. Win. I'll give a win here. Week eight, Chiefs. Loss. Loss. Week 9, Raiders. Loss. Loss. This is tough, ain't it? Week 10 is finally a bye week. Still not a bad time for a bye. Week 11 at Tampa. Loss. Loss. Week 12, Philly. Uh, win. Win. Sleepy. I'm yawning. <laughs> week 13 at Dolphins. Uh, win. Loss. Week 14 at Chargers. Loss. Loss. Week 15, Dallas. Loss. Win. Week 16 at Eagles. Win. Win. Week six or week 17 at Chicago Bears. 
Win. Win. Week 18, Washington. Loss. Loss. What do you got him at, Chief? Um, uh, seven and ten. I have them five and twelve. Jeez. Just Jeez. as an FYI, they're sitting in the drain of the Turtle Bowl. They are my worst team in the NFC East. Grabbing, so grabbing Kenny Galladay does not fix your football team. And that's what Giants fans are stuck on. So it helps for sure, but it doesn't. Help. It doesn't save your football team. Doesn't save that quarterback position back there. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Feagles. The Feagles. The Cheesesteak Eagles. Week one, they start out away at the Atlanta Falcons. Loss. Loss. Week two. 49ers. Win. Loss. Week three at Dallas. Loss. I don't remember what I said. I said I said win for Dallas. I'll give them a win here. Week four, Chiefs. Loss. Loss. Week five at Carolina. Win. Win. Week six, Tampa. Loss. Loss. Week seven at Raiders. Win. I can go with that. All right. Week eight at Lions. Win. Loss. Week nine, Chargers. Loss. Loss. Week 10 at Broncos. Win. Loss. Week 11, Saints. Win. Win. Week 12 at Giants. Uh, Loss. Loss. Week 13 at Jets. Win. I'll give them a win there. You realize that's two weeks that they that Philly is going to be playing in MetLife Stadium. All right. Giants and Jets share the same stadium, and back-to-back weeks, they're away. Huh. Interesting. Week 14, there's their bye week. That is awfully late. Yeah. They are going to be, yeah, they're going to be tired. Week 15, Washington. Lost. Uh, I'll give them a win. Week 16, Giants. Loss. Loss. Week 17, at Washington. Win. Loss. Week 18, Dallas. Uh, Loss. Win. That's a rough... I mean, they come out of their bye and have four division games. That's really tough, man. I have them tying with Dallas at 8-9. and nine. I have the Eagles sitting at 6-11. and 11. Dang. They're second worst, and that's only because I'm 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 unsure of Jalen Hurts. Plain and simple, I think adding Devontae Smith, great. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them keeping Zach Hurts, that's a great move. I think he's going to be gone by next year. I don't know. I thought he was going to be gone this year. Oh yeah, but <laughs> but if anything, he'll retire. I think. But okay. Well. Let's finish off with the team that won the division last year, Washington football team. Yeah. Week one, Chargers. Loss. I'm going to go loss as well, but this is a tough defense for Herbie and team to start out with. If they start, if they start up the, the year the way that they ended, 
that defensive front, that's tough, man. That that Chargers line is going to have to do some work that day. Yeah, we got a good line. I know, I know, but you're going to – yeah, they definitely hey, – Slater versus Young. I know. Once pretty again. Awesome, pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'll be watching that one for sure. So uh, Week two, Giants. Uh, Win. I'm going to go win. Week three, at Buffalo. Loss. I'm going to go loss. Week four, at Atlanta. Win. Loss. Week five, Saints. Win. Win. Week six, Kansas City. Loss. Win. Week seven, at Green Bay. Loss. Loss. Week eight, at Denver. Win. Win. Week nine, bye. That's perfect for them. Right in the middle of the year. Week 10, Tampa. Loss. Loss. Week tough 10. schedule. I know. Week 11, at Carolina. Win. Win. Week 12, Seattle. Win. It's going to be tough, I think. Remember whenever the Giants beat them? I think I'm going to go win as well. Because I mean, seriously, what did Seattle do or add? They just traded away a cornerback. Well, that's what I mean. Like, and they lost and the KJ linebacker. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go definitely. I'm going to go win here. Week 13 at Raiders. Win. Win. Week 14, Cowboys. Win. I'll go a loss here. Uh, week 15 at Philly. Win. Win. Week 16 at Dallas. Win. Win. Week 17, Philly. Win. Uh, loss. Week 18 at Giants. Uh, loss. I'm going to go win. Okay, hear me out here. From week 14 through week 18, okay, Mm -hmm. that is five games in a row, all divisional opponents. Yeah. That is a gauntlet. That this is probably the hardest schedule I've seen in the NFC East. All right. What do you got? Eleven and six. I have them going nine and eight. And being number one in this division for the second year in a row. They will be. That's what I got. So I have mine, Washington football team one, Cowboys two, Eagles three, Giants four, and Washington and Dallas at the top. There's only a one-game difference. I have Washington going nine and eight, Cowboys eight and nine. I have um, – I have it – do we do – New York or Philadelphia second? Uh, we did the Giants second. Yeah, Giants second? Okay. Yep. So I have to go in Washington, Dallas, Philly, and New York. But I only have Dallas above Philly by their last game. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so you still think, like, at, we only have one division left to go. Yep. You still think this is the Turlet division? Yeah. Because to be, I think to be a good division, you need to have at least two good teams. True. And there, I can and, see that. And the closest division to being that is the I want to say AFC South. Okay. All right. Well, we're definitely going to find out. Right now, the issue there is most of these teams in the NFC East, at least as of recent past have started out really slow. Yeah. So is there going to be a team? Let's say if you had to pick one team, okay, 
out of any of these that actually start fast? Who do you think it is? Washington. Yeah. I think that defense is going to be the key again. Yeah. I mean, they didn't lose anybody. They made some great pickups. And when you really look at it, I mean, that's what kept them alive at the end of the year, right? That's what knocked off the Steelers from going undefeated. Yep. Was their defense. And Juju dancing. Well, yeah, he's just not very bright, that one. Um, no. But, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited to see the NFC East, and that's a weird thing to say. Um, I guess I should just say I'm more excited just to see how Washington does. I don't really care about the rest. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I like Ron. I like good old Riverboat. I've said that on here before. And that, and that defensive, you know, Fitzy, of course. I mean, goodness gracious. Um, but I want to see what this defensive front does. I mean, when you look at the defensive front, uh, and I hate to even get into this right now, but when you look at this, you have Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat up front. Yep. I mean, and then they go grab Kendall Fuller. Or they have Kendall Fuller, Landon Collins back there. They grabbed Jamin Davis in the draft as their middle linebacker. They're looking really good on defense. So yeah. it's pretty exciting to see what happens here. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's jump into teams. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about on the East before we jump into this, by the way? Um, no. No? All right. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowgirls. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Um, I'm still looking up some of these players. <laughs> All right. Dallas Cowboys. You ready? Sure. Dak Prescott. Zeke. Amari Cooper. CeeDee Lamb. Blake Jarwin. Okay. Okay. Giants. Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley. Kenny Galladay. Sterling Shepard. Evan Ingram. Okay. Okay. Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Devontae Smith. Zach Ertz, Jalen Rager, Miles Sanders. You good? Washington football team, Fitzmagic, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas. You good? This is tough. It's not too much there, I don't feel. <laughs> okay. Did you say like any tight ends? I did. It's Evan Ingram, Logan Thomas, uh, Zach Ertz, and Blake Jarwin. Okay. You want to go or you want me to go? Uh, you can go. Okay. I got mine. I'm, of course, going to take Fitzy. Fitz Magic. Fitz. Okay. Uh, we're doing one running back or two? I did two. You did two? Okay. I'm going to take... Uh, 
Barkley and Antonio Gibson. Okay. And then for wide receivers, I'm going to take uh, Kenny Galladay and Amari Cooper. Okay. And for tight end, I'm going to take Zach Ertz. Okay. So for my squad, I got Dak Prescott. Okay. Saquon Barkley and Antonio. Okay. Kenny Galladay and Curtis Samuel. I thought you were going to take Devontae Smith. I mean, for sure. Anyway, and Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Okay. The Ertz and Evan Ingram are the best tight ends in this division. Ah, that's that's, they de- are. that's debatable. And they are. I, Evan Ingram ain't that good. Evan Ingram is good. The issue there for like one week. No, the issue there is quarterback. He's like <laughs> Evan Ingram is a good tight end. He's like Sammy Watkins. Um. All right. All right. Not bad. I was I was really honestly for QB. I was thinking between Fitz and Dak, and I'm I'm fine with either. I just I like Fitz, but I'm I'm also rooting for Dak. I didn't I didn't take Zeke mainly because number one, like every Dallas fan is annoying about him. No. And and also and also because you hear the same thing, or I feel like you hear the same thing every year that oh Zeke is back and then better than ever and. You don't think he is? No. No? All right. Well, I agree with you, but just asking. Just asking a question, you know. Um, let's see here. We should do, like, a tier list video sometime or episode. Like rankings? Yeah. Position ranking, like top ten running backs or something? Uh, that that or, like, fan bases and stuff like that. Oh, brother. From, like, annoying to just, like, chill. Eagles are worst. 32 is the worst, and then more. 31 is Dallas. (laughs) New York is 32. No, Eagles are 32. They're the worst. Dallas is 31. Yep. Pittsburgh's 30. (laughs) Uh, Right now, Buccaneers are up there. Yeah. Because they won something by getting all the retired guys, which is weird because the retired guys can, like, beat other, like, beat the younger teams. Yeah. Uh, no, their fans aren't bad. I don't mind them. Uh, Jets fans are always at the top of my list just because of my personal experience with Jets fans. Yeah. Um, really New Orleans. Not, really not a fan of them. Oh, yeah, they're terrible, too. They're really bad. They'll, they'll kill people if, you, if you're a fan of the Falcons. Yeah, I should go there. Make sure you got about like eight security around you, or you're gonna gonna get stabbed. <laughs> It'll be all the other Falcons fans. Yeah, one of y'all is gonna get stabbed. Yeah, probably. Um. All right. Anyway, not to jump into a whole other segment. Let's cover defense, okay? Yeah. Uh, Cowboys. The boys. We got Dexter Lawrence, Jalen Smith, Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs, Leighton Vander Esch. They got probably the, one of the best and deepest linebacker cores ever. Okay. Okay. Let's go Giants. They have uh, – wait, did I say Dexter Lawrence? I meant Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, about Because Dexter Lawrence plays for the Giants. Yeah. Okay, so Demarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys. Dexter Lawrence for the Giants. Uh, Balake Martinez. Leonard Williams. Logan Ryan. And a Dory Jackson. Balake. 
Balake. Eagles, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, Steven Nelson, Avante Maddox. Noise. I'm going to feel bad for our interior offensive linemen in week one when they got to go against Fletcher Cox. Yeah. That's going to be tough because we're all, we're probably running like Jalen Mayfield at guard and he's a rook. That's going to be. Well, I hope Matty has his wheels on that day. Well, um, test a rook against one of the best. Yeah. Uh, that makes me scared. Washington football team. This is ridiculous. Chase Young, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, Landon Collins, Jemin Davis. I just realized there are not a lot of good linebackers. Uh-uh. Couple, not much. Um, go to go two at each level: two linemen, two backers, two defensive backs. You want me to go first? Yeah, I'm still finishing mine. Okay. <laughs> I will take. Oh man, I just want to be like I'll take Washington's defense. No. Um, I'll take Chase Young and Fletcher Cox. I will take. Balake Martinez and Jalen Smith. Okay. And then I will take Landon Collins and Logan Ryan. Okay, give me a second. Uh, I need one more linebacker, so we'll just go with... Anybody on Dallas. Oh. <laughs> Keanu, <laughs> Neil. I didn't put him on there. There's no other good ones on there, though. Jalen Smith, Michael Parsons, Van Der Esch? Eh. There's three right there. I mean, you know how I love Key, but I'm just saying. He's a backup, too. Key is. These are your starters right here. You do what you want. It's fine. I'll let you go off off the reservation here. I don't even know how to spell Leighton Van Der Esch, so I just put it out. If you're putting him, you know who he is. we know who he is. It's all right. Yeah. So, um, I got Chase Young, Fletcher Cox. Okay. Micah Parsons, Leighton Van Der Esch. Nice. James Bradbury and Darius Slay. Ah, oh, you put Bradbury on there. Okay. All right. No safeties? Isn't Slay a safety? No, he's a corner. Oh. That's all right. I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. That's a good team right there. As yeah. I said, even in the Turlet division, you can get a decent team out of this if they can, like, combine themselves. <laughs> like, you can have a pretty solid squad. Yeah. Um, they should do that. Uh, what do you think about it? Have, have like, a, a division. Like, I don't want to say divisional because there is a, a divisional playoff. But put a, like, division super team together. And then go against the other divisions in your conference. Like, and then see who comes out on top of the NFC and the AFC. That's how they should do the Pro Bowl. Not fan vote. Like, have coaches get together and build your super teams together. And they would have a team like this. I could do it in Madden and just simulate. You know what I mean? Wouldn't that be cool? Like, that's how the Pro Bowl should be. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, the Pro Bowl's a joke, but... 
man, that would be that should be kind of cool. I think maybe I'm just nuts and I want more football. I don't know. I still I still think it's like seriously stupid that Evan Ingram got in the Pro Bowl and Robert Tanyan didn't. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's also because half the league of the fans don't even know he exists. Yeah, but he had a great year. Yeah, craziness. Well, cool. Well, that is that. the NFC East here in the All Out Blitz podcast, talking through who we think the division winner is going to be, and that is the Washington Football Team. Yeah, and our Super Team. We have one more division to go, and that is. The NFC West. You think this is going to be a good division, the West? Um, aside from the 49ers, it could be. What do you think is wrong with the 49ers? Uh, some spots in their defense, the fact they don't know who their quarterback is. I think and the their receivers are pretty dog crap. I think the quarterback thing is one of the bigger issues. If their not de- the biggest. Their defense was pretty outstanding the year they went to the Super Bowl, and three-quarters of them got injured last year. Yeah, but their DBs are kind of lacking, though. Well, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But if your defensive front can get to the QB fast enough, they need to just hold them for a short period of time. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, if, if I look at the Rams, I think they're going to do much better with Matty Stafford. Matt Stafford, MVP runner-up. Um, I think the Cardinals are a bit, they're pretty overrated, to be honest with you. I think Kyler is massively overrated. Yeah. And, yeah, I said it. I mean, I like the guy, and I think he's a good he's a good football player. He's a great, amazing athlete, but... We both agree that D-Hop's a little overrated. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still one of the best, but he's not the best wide receiver in football, like most claim Anymore. to be, just because he can out-jump people and he has massive hands. Um, I know something dumb I found out. I don't think Julio Jones has ever been a 99 in Madden. Like, ever. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's Madden. Yeah. Um, and I think the Seahawks are, again, you know, they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll battle. You know, Pete Carroll has them really set up, you know, pretty well. Uh, it would help if they actually had some first-round draft picks once in a while. I think them massively, you know, just overpaying Jamal Adams. Yeah. Uh, for being a linebacker, but as a number one safety, like highest paid safety ever, is just, just literally done nothing. One of the dumbest decisions I've ever seen in my life, and the amount of first round picks they gave up for him was just ugh. One of the, probably one of the worst moves that I think Pete Carroll's ever made here. I mean, outside of blowing up the Legion of Boom with whatever their issues were and running it on the one, yeah, or uh, passing, passing on the one. On the one. <laughs> Um, so I don't I don't know how they're going to do honestly. I, I think Seattle's going to drop off a little bit. I think the Rams are going to come make a little bit more of a comeback, and they're going to win the division. What, we'll see what the Cardinals and the Niners do. They got the most underrated wide receiver core in football. The Rams. Yep, I love it. I love their wide got receiver core. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. M- MVP Matt Stafford. Yep. Great O line, or at least enough. Yeah. Defensive line is mean, really it's, good. It's probably the best one Matty Stafford's ever been behind. So let's. Well, he could he could have been on the Jets. It still would have been better. <laughs> I'm just saying. So we'll see what happens there. But is that's NFC West is going to be a fun conversation in the last in the next episode here. Yes, sir. Um, cool. All right. Well, from us here at the All Out Blitz Podcast, uh, enjoy football. By the way, today full slate of college football games. Uh, you got Bama on at three thirty. Georgia's Bama on Miami. tonight at seven thirty. Uh, Georgia's taking on Clemson. Ooh. Ridiculous. 7.30 tonight. Uh, so enjoy college football. 
And uh, we'll have one more episode here this weekend. And then Monday, we are going to cover our week one review preview for the NFL season. So from us here at the All Up Blitz podcast, peace. Rise and boat up.